welcome to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast. A member of the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're streaming live via Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Bring you the latest in fishing tips, gear reviews with our friend from Payne Outdoors, Chris Payne, as well as some local and regional tournament news. We'll bring you on some special guests to talk kayak fishing. Now, let's join John Rapp, your host. Hey guys, good evening and welcome to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast. John Rapp here, and I'm looking forward to uh, getting a few people on this show tonight and rocking and rolling. Uh, before we get started, I want you to take a look at this new scene that I have set up. Um, just above my head now, there is a scrolling banners of all of the different shows that the Paddle and Fin Network offers. Uh, at the end of it, you can see who the hosts are, the name of the show. And so make sure you take a, a few day, uh, moments and time to go check out the Paddle and Fin podcast page. They upload a show every day. This show gets uploaded there as well. And, uh, you know, lots of, lots of good information there, as you can see. Um, so I've got this new frame set up. Hoping it'll work well. Uh, if you got a chance there, uh, hit a, the like comment or follow buttons so I can see if you're on the show. And make a, make a uh, comment for me or two so I can check my boxes out and see if everything's working fine. Um, as you guys know, we also upload this show to our audio podcast version on Anchor FM. Um, so I had a kayak fishing tournament this past weekend with the West Virginia Kayak Anglers. Uh, there were 40-some folks that signed up for it from all over the state. And uh, I was excited about it. More so because it was the first opportunity this year for me to get my camper out, and I got Beth with me. So we drug that baby down to Glenlin, Virginia, right there at the state line, and set up, and I got the fish there. The only thing that worked out well for me was the camper. <laughs> so, but my guest tonight that's going to lead off on the show, he had everything working for him. But it's not the first time that this guy has everything working for him. Uh, he is the goat of kayak fishing. And for you folks on the Paddle and Fin podcast, if you're not familiar with him, I'm pretty sure he's been guest on several of the different shows. But it, his name is Jody Queen. And Jody has multiple victories. Multiple victories. And that young man right there that just commented, Heath had one heck of a tournament this weekend as well. Uh, and we, you might see his uh, post when we go to Jody's page here shortly. He had a multiple hookup, so look forward to hearing about that. Uh, see, uh, we got a few people online. I know Jody's waiting, so let me buzz him up. The way I'm doing this, folks, is I've have, I'm calling via messenger, and when I get get my folks online, so hey, let's bring Jody online here. 
and uh, see what he has to say about his home tournament win. Hey, the goat. Uh. What's going on, brother? So welcome to the rest Hello, of the man. How you been, John? Good, man. I'm so tickled to get you on the show. Um, I'm glad to be here, buddy. Yeah, man. I mean, you're. Everybody wants to hear, uh, you know, how you're doing and what you're into, and and I especially want to hear what you're about to do here in a little bit, because I, I think I've got lunch money on it. Um, but uh, so what, t- talk to me, man. Um, you know, for you paddle and fin folks out there, this is Jody Queen, and as you can see in the background uh, behind Jody and on his, in his studio. A bunch of trophies. Uh, he's a, a multiple winner on multiple tournament scenes, national, state, local. Um, so this on All this. All right, Don, you're making me blush. Oh, that's what I try to do, Big Daddy. Um, <laughs> but Jody, um, you got to stay home here in West Virginia, and you got to do a little fishing this weekend. Um, I know you've been on several shows. You've been on my show several times the past year, year and a half. And but for the folks that might be new to the sport, introduce yourself. Tell them a little bit about your style of fishing, what you fish out of. You can uh, drop some sponsors, you know, all the products that you use, and uh, and then go in and tell us about how you battled the rising new river this weekend and caught such a great limit. Yeah, guys, I'm Jody Queen. I'm from. Uh Bluefield, West Virginia, Wayne County, originally in West Virginia, and uh, I cut my teeth on the new. It's one of my favorite places to fish, and I don't get a, a chance to fish it much anymore because I'm usually on the road fishing, fishing one of the tournament trails that are out there, the KBF or the Hobie, or uh, and it, I just don't. Uh, it was really fun to get get back on the river, man. It just, I, I just, I didn't realize how much I missed it until I got back on it, but. Uh, yeah, and I was using, uh, you know, I use a lot of Z-Man products. I use casting rods, and, uh, I mean, you know, just whatever works for you is what you need to hang with, you know. Hey, now and tell they've now been that, working out real good for me. That casting rod is not just something that you use, my friend. You, no. You had a hand in developing that rod. Tell us about that. Yeah. Tell us about that. Well, uh, a friend of mine, Corey Dreyer, uh, and I, you know, I when Corey and I first met, I was throwing the jackhammer, and I, I kind of got him on the jackhammer, and both of us were running into a problem with, because we loved to fish the jackhammer in heavy grass, and we were having a problem with, we would make casts, and not our jackhammers were bringing grass back in with it, or uh, we couldn't get it to pop loose real well so we decided to get with cashing and design a rod that was specifically made for fishing heavy grass fishing those jackhammers and in heavy grass and what we came up with was the chattergrass rod and uh it's it's a kayak series rod that uh, cashing puts out there's five rods in the series right now and uh it just when we got it took us almost well about a year and a half i guess to get all the kinks worked out of them but when we finally got it it was it's right man Outstanding. Um, what happens with it is is what we wanted was when I'm fishing heavy grass with the chatterbait and I'm reeling my chatterbait back in, I want to either tick that grass or even just get down in at a couple of spots and be able to pop it loose. And 
this rod actually, when you're reeling that rod in, reeling that bait in, and it ticks that grass, if it hangs up, you, you continue to reel and your rod will load up. And this rod, when it gets down about 18 inches of that load, it hits the backbone and it really pops that bait loose from that grass without you having to jerk it a lot of times. Right. And it's got enough backbone that if it does hang up in the grass, you can pop it and it usually pops loose. And that, that, a lot of times that's when you get your strikes on it. So it's a really good rod for the chatterbait. It's kind of a technique-specific, technique-specific rod. So it works real well for me. Uh, if you get a chance, you want more, try one out, John. I definitely would like to do that, my friend. So that appeared to be maybe one of the techniques that you used this weekend. I... Uh, um, I had a miserable event, only caught seven fish, but three of them were the last half hour when I started getting in grass and I was, you know, and if you, and folks, if you go read Jody's post, he talks about it and, and, I, and I realized that's what I did, um, is that I was still in my Ned rig with the current at an angle so it would, I, I could, I could run it with the grass and it would, yes. And, and I caught three fish that saved, saved me from really having a miserable event. I got my limit. So tell me what you, what you did um, to have your success. Uh, well, the morning started out, uh, I had a, a spinnerbait tied on. I had my jackhammer tied on. I had a, uh, a whopper plopper, and I had a, 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 a shaky head tied on. And the morning started out, I thought it was going to be on fire. I mean, I, I started out with a, uh, a, a plopper, and it was like the second cast, I had a blow-up on it, but it didn't get the bait. And then a couple casts later, I had another blow-up on the plopper, and, and it didn't get the bait. And then I got a third blow-up, and it didn't get the bait. So was I the just was the plopper up, put it in my, my uh, black pack, pulled out my... Uh, my spinner bait and on the first cast with the spinner bait, I caught it one about 10 or 11 inches long. And, uh, I had two or three more casts with that and I was still hooking small fish and I couldn't get rid of the, the small fish. So I put the spinner bait up. <clears throat> I threw the shaky head a little bit and didn't, wasn't getting much bite. There was a lot of current. And, uh, finally I just pulled the jackhammer out and about the third cast, I pulled in a 16 and I knew, I knew then, that was going. That was going to be it. I mean, it's just the way he crushed it and the way he eat it. You know, it was. He was going after it. But uh, I what I ended up doing was actually just running the uh, running the ledges that run across the river in the part where I was at. There, there's okay. a lot of ridges that run across the river right there, and I was fishing the push water in front of it. Now, yeah. push water is anything that is in front of any ob object that is impeding the flow of the water. It, if you're throwing in the front of it, you're throwing in the push water. The really active fish like to stay in that push water. Now, I'm not saying you won't catch one behind those objects or on the, on the slack side of the ledges, but the really active fish are usually in that push water because they're, they're, they want to be the first one getting to anything floating down through there. So those are going to be your active fish. So I started running those ledges and throwing in that push water, man, and they just I just started hammering them. It was just it was crazy how, how well they were biting that jackhammer. Huh. That's good. I mean, and that's what you said in your post. Um, mm -hmm. You talked about that push water bite, and uh, yeah, see everything that I caught. I, 
I did not even throw in front of the, the ledges. I was throwing beside them and behind them. Um, yeah. And then, and then a lot of got, people like to throw that, that slack water because they feel like they got a lot more control over their baits. Uh, you just got to kind of get a feel for how to fish that push water sometimes, especially we had some pretty good current on the new uh, Saturday. Yeah. So you just got to get a feel for what weight you got to throw and, and how far in front of you got to lead that you know that current before it pushes it down there and once you get that down it's it's fairly fairly easy to get get on it well um where you were at on the new did you have that 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 rise of water like i did i had over it rose about a foot a foot and a half during our our eight hours there at glen no, Lynn. actually actually john i was i was already in in the the water there it was it already peaked okay. i was sitting usually at uh, radford uh, I checked that gauge up there, and it was 4,500 when I set in uh, that morning, and I, I, it was already I, I was already in the the, the, the water that had already risen up. Okay. Uh, you you got it made it to you right later in the day. Yeah, yeah. And, and you were fishing Glen Lynn that was a lot lower in the river there. It was low when I went in. It was really it was over a foot high when I came out, and, and that and you like know. I said, that stable stable water sometimes can have have uh, an effect on the bite too. I mean, where I was at, the water was pretty stable. It was it was up, but it was it was fairly stable. It wasn't dropping or rising a lot. Well, it's, it, it, it 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 got more murky on me as the day went, I, and I didn't really pay much attention to it because I had my sunglasses on, and then I right. and I took my glasses off to wipe them off, and I looked down and I'm like, hmm, that looks a little stained now. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. But yeah, hey, outstanding. So, uh, how did it feel? Uh, I mean, to to go in there and edge out Mark Edwards and Heath and them by just a a few inches here, half inch there. <laughs> I mean, Marky is a threat no matter where he's at. Ain't that I mean, the truth? Mark, Marky is a stick, man. Uh, I, I love Marky, man. He's, he's uh, a good guy. Awesome. Uh, I knew, I knew that. My wife, I, where I was at, I didn't have a signal. I couldn't put my fish in, but I could get, my wife could get a text through, and I don't know how she does it, but, <laughs> but I could get a text from her, and I, one of the texts said that uh, Mark hadn't put no fish on the board, and I knew, I figured he was fishing Indian Creek down there, and mm -hmm. I knew he didn't have a signal, so I figured it would be all day that he didn't have a fish to put on the board. And when I tried to put my fish in, I couldn't get them to go, but... I told my wife when she texted me, I texted her back and I said, Marky would be the, you know, he knows that Indian Creek area really well and whoever's with him down there, uh, you know, Marky and Amos was in the back of my mind all day long. I was thinking, you know, those guys are going to, you know, and anybody fishing Indian Creek area, because I love that area. I've never fished that area and lost a tournament. It's It's been that good to me down there. So I figured I, I was going to be up against it with him. And then uh, about mid middle of the day, I uh, had a 19 incher flop off the board, which would have put me. It would have put me at 92 inches. Oh my! And, and when that fish when that fish flopped, I I figured I'd lost I lost the tournament. I said, well, that's I mean maybe top five. You know, I might get top five because I knew the fish were hitting so good that somebody else was going to be on the fish. So I, I figured it was going to be close. Well, I tell you, Amos, he would be a good one to uh, have on this show right now with the, the weekend he had. Yeah, he had a good. Uh, oh, yeah. His his stories would be very good. Uh, 
two, hour, two hours into the float, he, he flips his kayak and loses a couple of rods and then turns around yep. and gets over 80 inches of fish. I mean, that's a great Yeah, he done well. He recovered well. He, did, he, he, sure, he sure did. So, <laughs> uh, hey, buddy. Oh, Amos, uh, man, he's a stick, too. Amos is a heck of a good stick. We got some good good fishermen in our in our region. West Virginia, man, this place is full of some. I, and I keep telling everybody that. I mean, I don't care if I'm on a podcast or getting an interview for something. I keep telling everybody, these guys, if they ever left the nest of West Virginia and really they would dominate the trails. I know they would. Uh, yeah, I think I think you they know. would. Well, look, I mean, look, look at Martin. Look man. at Mark. Exactly. Every time he, he sets out, dude. Yeah, that's, that's just, I think the lake fishing in this state is so tough that when these guys get on a lake like Gunnersville, it's like, oh my God, I can catch all kinds of fish out of this lake. You know, they're, yeah. they're used to such tough conditions, and these guys, the guys in West Virginia, they excel in tough conditions. You ever notice that? I, I have. I mean, we've, we've been around the sea. A bunch of our, our boys really go out and, and just do well. Yeah. We've got Greg Harper yeah. that's traveled around. Greg Harper, yeah. Uh, He's another one. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, yeah, buddy. Hey, so I see you got something over your shoulder there, right? I'm leaning up against the wall. What, the box? Yeah, that, 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 little, that little right there, baby. So, won't you see us? Won't you sing us a victory tune, brother? Hey guys, if y'all didn't know, I had jo Jody on the uh, show there about six, eight months ago, and I was having technical problems. He didn't know that I had already we went live, and he was just sitting in there playing, playing the little ditty in the background, was just singing and playing some tunes. And I said, "Hey, Jody." I, you know we were live, right? And he's like, "Oh, you dog." <laughs> so, I had no idea. Yeah. So, so yeah, that, yeah. Jo Jody Queen, guys, multifaceted, multi-talented man. Not only is he a great fisherman, but as you heard, he can play that guitar, and he is an outstanding artist. Um, while we got you on here, Jody, talk to us yeah. about about your place there in Bluefield. Tell the everybody what you do and what you have in Bluefield. So here in Bluefield, uh, we've taken over a school here. We've been here, this is gonna be our fourth year in this school. It, it was a much needed renovation. And when we got it, it didn't have a roof on it. And uh, it's a 33,000 square foot uh, space. And then the, on the first floor, we have an art gallery and a museum. And it's a museum of local history around here in Bluefield and, and uh, around the county and the surrounding counties. Uh, which is run by John Velke. It's called the One Thin Dime Museum. And it's got some very interesting stuff in it. But above those floors, the building was pretty much, I mean, it was pretty bad shape. And uh, there's just three of us really working on it, but we just work, we work on it. When I'm not on the road fishing, I'm back here. As a matter of fact, I just came down from, from the roof. We're, we're doing a room up at the top here called the band room, and we're about to get it finished. You can go on. Uh, the Ramsey School, uh, let's see, what is it? Ramsey School at GBHA, and you can see on our page how what we're doing all the time and stuff like that. If you want, to, if you want to follow us, but yeah, it's uh, we're a five hundred one c three, and we we try to be uh, like a springboard for our local artists. The this area is is kind of a depressed area, but it's full of talent. There's so much talent, in this, whether it be music or fishing or right. art or you know, there's just a, a lot of talent in this area. I and mean, a lot of times the artists in this area don't have 
don't quite know how to market themselves or or how to uh, present their artwork or something like that. So we try to help help our local artists out by, by showing them a few things. And uh, we have a uh, usually a month uh, every six weeks we have a uh, we showcase a local artist in our in our gallery. And uh, and the room I'm sitting in on the third floor. Or let's see, this this will be the third floor, first, second, third. No, this will be the fourth floor. Is where we actually live. Uh, Gary Bowling, which is the other artist that I'm involved with here, and 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 me and my wife, we live on this floor. But it's really funny. This building is in Ripley's, believe it or not, because it's a six-story building, but it has seven ground floor ent entrances because it's built into the side of the hill. No matter what floor you're on, you can walk out at a street level. It's, it's outstanding. <laughs> so that tells so you a lot about cool. our, it's a, it's a yeah. really cool place to live and work. And like I say, you know, when I'm not fishing or, uh, doing something, uh, associated with fishing, I'm usually working on this building, doing something. But we, I encourage anybody, if you like art or just want to get out and take your wife out for a weekend or something, come on down to Bluefield and see us, man. I mean, it takes, there's so much stuff in this building and so much artwork and so much cool things. It's very kid-friendly. You can't see it in one trip. Outstanding. I had, the, I had a film crew from uh, Z-Man in here last week. They came up and we did some filming out on the new and we filmed around the building here. And the, the guys were blown away. And I was telling the, the cameraman, I said, I said, man, we were sitting in my, my living room in here and uh, or in my kitchen. And he said, I said, man, it, you can't see everything in one trip here. And he was looking around. He said, man, I can't see everything in this room in one trip. I mean, it's that kind of, it's that kind of a place. There's something neat in every corner, you know. Outstanding, man. Outstanding. Hey, nothing but love for you, brother. Thank you, bro. And thank thank you for sharing your story with us. Yes, sir. Hey, yep. uh, so I'm gonna let, I'm gonna cut you loose, and we, we will catch up with you again real soon. Sounds good, brother. Thank you for your time. Guys, be safe out there. Hey, that was the total package in the goat Jody Queen. I'm gonna cut him off here, and then we're gonna take a quick break. Call up Chris Payne, and then we're gonna bake some plastics. Maybe Jody will jump on the chat and uh, tell Chris what colors he likes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's take that quick break and we'll be right back. Yak Gadget, proudly supplying you with American made products and gear. Check out yakgadget.com. Ace Resort, West Virginia's number one destination for whitewater, hiking, zip lining, and more. Check out acerap.com. Brook Supply Company, Georgia's number one go-to kayak fishing supply store. Gear, accessories, and custom rigging. Look them up. WestbrookSupplyCo.com. Hang Outdoors, a custom plastic maker, design consultant, product reviewer, and outdoor writer. Check out more at PaintOutdoors.com. Feel free kayaks. Paddle, pedal, or power. There's something for everyone. Check out FeelFreeUS.com. All right, guys, we're back. I hope you guys are enjoying our new setup here. Make sure you like, follow, or comment. Hit that like button, follow, subscribe. I want to see your name flop up, flop up on the screen here. Let's take a look and see who's been on the chat. 
Uh, we've had uh, quite a few people uh, come through. We got Heath, Jody uh, was on. Blaine Winters uh, made a comment, guy. Hey guys. Um, then we had uh, Blaine. You're right. He is the goat. Tommy Covey, one of my boys from my wedding. Um, Scott Birchfield, Greg Kupfner, Shannon Rubel, Dean Bowling Jr. Uh, he commented, what's up, fellas? Jonathan Pangley was watching with us. Steve Napolitano. Uh, Mike Manave from uh, Westbrook Supply. Frizzy from Florida. Some more. Uh, Johnny Abshire. Hey, brother, how you been? And Elizabeth, thanks for joining. Uh, John Abshire just posted, uh, uh, Jody is a stand-up guy, and there's no doubt about it. So, let's... Uh, Let's reach out to Chris. So, if you watched last week, Chris was working on some baits. Well, after I got, you know, and he has, he showed us this canister of a bunch of his throwaways because he doesn't reuse his plastic. I sent him some money, and I'm like, hey man, send me those plastics. I'll use them. But then he reached out to me and said, we're going to do some stuff live tonight. So, let me call Chris up, and we're going to get him on and see what's going on. So we're calling Chris on Facebook Messenger, and he'll pop on here in just a second. So let's get him lined up here, and then we're going to go and chat with him here. So Chris Payne from Payne Outdoors in the Mad Kitchen, live, raw, and unfiltered. Hey, Chris, what's up, brother? Hey, I'm shooting some baits. Can you hear me okay? Oh, you sound really good, man, loud and clear. Guys, if y'all have any questions... We want to hear your comments and your your likes and dislikes and keep us involved in what you, what you, uh, you want to see Chris make here. So the store, Chris, you got the store back open or is it still closed? Um, it's partially open. Okay, good, uh, so good. There's, uh, there's some uh, limited availability currently, so if you're looking to get something quick, uh, you should probably do that today. <laughs> I still think but, you need to, uh, you need to put that hat on there, brother. That's a that's a smoking hat. I know they're hard to get, but man, it's a nice one. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this job is probably just not going to happen. I hear you. Um, right now, I'm making uh, some of our kind of wacky pack colors. And, that's, what, uh, that's, what, that's what Jody just asked. Is what, you, what you cooking? So, um, so what I'm doing is I'm taking, like last week for everybody who watched, um, we showed uh, this bin of discarded plastic, right, that I, I don't use for retail orders. Uh, we shoot it, and whatever is trimmed off and left, we don't reshoot uh, because you can get problems. Uh, with what a wacky pack is, is using all of those scraps and basically just cutting up a bunch of different colors and putting them into the cup, heating it up, and whatever comes out, we shoot it. All right. Sometimes uh, it works really well. Sometimes, depending on the plastic makeup, uh, you get dents in baits. It doesn't really hurt them, but like oh, you yeah. can probably see there, that's it's got a dent there. Well, that's one of yours, John Boy. All right. Uh, uh, so that color right there. Outstanding, man. 
how well y'all can see that. It's got a lot of sparkle in it. Thank you, Jim. I just I just shot a new color that uh, I just mixed up. And here, let me dip the knife. That'll probably be the easiest way to see it um, because it's not quite uh, not quite cured in the mold. I was shooting them as as you called. Um, here we so go. This oh is, yeah, nice green pumpkin motor oil mix from what I'm looking at on the screen. Yeah, it's got tons of sparkle in it. It's got yeah. holographic in it. It's got a little bit of red sheen to it that comes nice. out in the sun. Uh, so that's a that's another set that I've got coming for you. And then uh, while I'm waiting on these others to cure, uh, we can do another one live. So what I need for somebody to do is to give me some base colors. You can do that. or I can't see the chat, so you'll have to tell me if somebody yeah. tells me some base colors. But just uh, pick a base color. It can be crazier. It can be standard or whatever you want. Jody, Jonathan, Mikey, Steve, uh, jump, just throw something up on the uh, chat there and let us know what we should make. Summertime, fall's coming up, and I need help to catching fish. <laughs> so, what do we need to cook here? I got three people online, so one of you three, throw something up. PB and jelly is what Jody just threw up. Peanut okay, butter. That's not one color. That's like five <laughs> colors. So, so th how about some, just put, give me some peanut butter, Dan. Okay, the, peanut butter. The, the, he just said holographic shad. Oh, Jesus. All right. <laughs> okay. Heath, I think he calls him have a heart attack. Yeah, Jody. Jody threw up the, the, smi the smiley faces. Ooh. What do you think, guys? What do you think? Holographic shad. Was that was that out of the bin? Yeah. Outstanding. I may or may not be doing that for a customer. Now you cannot. So. Now you cannot be using any new plastic for my builds. That's part of the part of the. I'm not. Thing. This is this is all old plastic from other customs uh, that we've shot. And hey, let's uh, let's mix it up a little bit. Let's uh, let's put a little orange in it. Heck yeah. Uh, just a little, not a ton. Just a little orange. Um, let's drop. Oh yeah, here we go. Let's drop a little of this bad boy in there. All right, all right. We'll just right. trim a little bit of that. See, I'm making notes because if this works, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna have a custom custom color. <laughs> no way. There's no way I can reproduce it. <laughs> zero zero way zero way. Okay, and just to make sure that we are. Um, not going too much. I'm going to put a little bit of a white base with some small black fleck in it. I got you. Just a little bit. I don't want that orange to overtake it. Um, it has a tendency to try to do. All right. So I'm going to, so we've got this big old. That's, that's our microwavable uh, plastic. Yeah. It's Pyrex. So it's glass. It's cast glass. Um, and then we're going to go two minutes on that. And yeah. Okay, so now, why don't we look at these while that other is heating up. This is that green color that I just shot, uh, that I showed you guys on the knife. And so you're going to get to see it the same time I do. Frizzy down in Florida said something about a merthylate red flake. Is that? Merthylate, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, uh, yep, we can do that. Ooh, look at that. Some murder hornets. Yeah, baby. Yeah. So those are coming to you, John. That's that's going to be a good color. That's that's uh, it's got kind of a Christmas vibe to it. Oh yeah. Um, so that's uh, going to be a good one. We'll stack those. All right, guys. You six Man. viewers, uh, keep throwing some suggestions out to us. Uh, type them up. Put them in there. Let's see. Jody Queen said, "Nice." Well, that's a big compliment coming from Jody, considering yeah. he catches all the fish. Without a doubt. Yeah. Like the fish slayer. Ah, you know, I can't believe that, that I only live like 50 miles from the guy, and I don't go down and pick his brain more often. Yeah, that's a shame on you, John. I, I know. it's. Um, a... I think we need to uh, give Jody a new middle name called King Ann. <laughs> what do you think about that, Jody? King well, we and Queen. Jody, King and Queen. King and Queen, baby. See, Jody said green pumpkin, blue flake. Yeah. Yeah, we do that all day. Do that all day. Um, so what I'm on, uh, I've got. Oh, that's got to go a little more. Plastic we're heating up needs to go a little bit longer. I've got time to open up these uh, these mini pot flutes. So hey, just for the for the customers out here, when you're burning yeah. your plastic in the microwave, what is your uh, count? Was it ninety seconds, a minute and a half? No, it's three minutes per cup of the plastisol that I use. Okay, um, and that can change based on the viscosity of the plastic. So. The thicker the plastic, which basically means the harder the plastic, where you've got more PVC and less oil in the mix, um, then the longer it's going to have to go because you've got to get that PVC to melt into that oil, uh, which is basically the process of how that works. Oh, so it's got, what kind of color is that? I see, I see green, I see some like yellow gold flake. Um, yeah. Yeah, nice. Got all kinds of, all kinds of good stuff in it. So Jody, Jody commented on our comment there. He says he's just a hillbilly that likes to fish. There's a bunch of us. <laughs> well, yeah, but there's not any with a trophy room like him. So. Uh, ain't that the truth? I, 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 know, I know about that trophy room. I've seen it on some different shows. Uh, I, I guess um, uh, here, here in about a week and a half, you'll be adding to that with a big trophy from Greg Kupfner. Yeah. You know, you know what I'd be really interested in seeing is have Jody come spend a year in Texas. Like, I, I want to see what kind of fish he can pull on lakes like Rayburn and Toledo Bend and Fork and all of these big bass fisheries. I think mean, I think Jody might move from West Virginia. I don't know. I think he likes his smallmouth. Pretty, pretty. He likes his smallmouth pretty hard, pretty good. So I don't know, quick, Jody. What's, yeah, what, what's your what's your thoughts on that, buddy? You get him some twelve pound largemouth. He may, Ooh, my. He may <laughs> stick around. <laughs> his, Chris, you're gonna love his comment, buddy. His comment, folks. Uh, Jody says, "Don't threaten me with a good time." 
<laughs> ah, you got me. Yeah. Yeah, Texas is uh, it's quite the quite the big bass fishery. I wish I got out to East Texas a little more to fish some of those giant places. Unfortunately, it just just not me. For all the folks out there that'll be listening to this via audio podcast, Chris is in the mag kitchen, and we are burning plastics. He's uh, as he just told us there a minute ago, his uh, cooking time. Check it out. Three this minutes. is oh yeah, that's before the stir. So hey, I'm gonna I'm about to. Do you have a frog? Up. Did you ever buy your frog mold? No. Nope. Ah, okay. I know they were talking to you about that a couple months back. I'll check and see. No. Nope. Um, hey Chris, uh, uh, yeah. Jody said that Eagle Mountain Lake, outside of Fort Worth, is where he caught yep. his personal best. It's 11 pounds four ounces. Yeah, we could break that. And- 30 days. Get him on the right water. All right. So this is this is what you guys made. Outstanding. It's kind of a, I don't know, pea green color. Hey, does so, that, does it, did that have any glow worm in there? It looks like it. Nope. That looks you want like me to put glow, some glow worm in it? That looks like it has a little glow to it, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it's just that. Nuclear chartreuse, I guess. Here, I'll put some. Gl- I'll put some glow worm in it. Hey, that's what we're gonna name it right there. You, you just named it nuclear chartreuse. All right, we put a little of that glow worm in there. Glow, glow. Stir that up. Yeah. Okay. So when you get these baits, um, I'm gonna shoot this in the murder hornet. Cause I don't, I don't know that I've got enough to shoot it in the. Do you want it in the murder hornet or the mini flukes? Uh, yeah, go with the mini fluke. Okay, I'll shoot hey, it in the mini flukes. So Chris was like, uh, the spray or Jody asked sprayed grass question mark. Have they, have y'all have been having a grass problem down there? Is he talking about that or the color that Reaction Innovations makes? Oh, I, I, that's a good question, Jody. We might be talking about the color. I have to tell you that that color reminds me of my days back in the army, about four a.m. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're not hey, wrong. What, what about you, Joe? Do you remember your army days, there, buddy? Does that remind you of those four a.m. right before you go to PT? So yeah, so we're uh, we're pouring the molds now, and uh, yeah, he, he he's indicating what the, the plastic looks like that sprayed glass. So yeah. So right now he's shooting it into the mold, and we should have a, a, a product to look at here probably about three minutes, five minutes. So yeah, accurate. Okay, well. Uh- that is uh, that is something. That is for sure something. So that's oh, what it looks yeah. like poured. Hey, what's that, that that thing called on Ghostbusters? Uh, the, that slime creature. Slimer. <laughs> yeah, slimer. <laughs> yeah, that's not far mm-hmm. off there. Um, all right, let me let me dump this extra here, and then let me make up another one for you guys. Um, 
I just need a base color. Like, think of a color that's in a 16-color crayon box and give me that color. All right, guys. Just type it up. Let me see what you think. A base color. Yeah, Jody. Like, we're talking red, blue, yellow, brown. Sweating beer out during the Dragon Run at Fort Dix. Definitely. I, yeah, there you go. I did a few of those at Fort Knox going up uh, Heartbreak Hill and... Frizzy said yellow, so yellow it is. Ooh, yellow. Don't shoot a ton of yellow. Let Heath, me see what I got. Heath said blue. If you don't have yellow, you can go with blue. I appreciate you four guys, five guys out there that are watching the show, commenting, and helping us make this show a more interactive uh, build here with the, the shooting of the plastics. Okay. Yeah, I got. I definitely got blue. I shoot a lot of blue. My favorite color is actually moody blue. Yeah, you do. So, you do. That is no surprise. Now, what he's anybody what, who's seen this show. What's your what he's doing, guys? He's down in the bucket looking through all the plastics that he's poured. So, if blue is your easiest to find, brother, don't don't be afraid to use that. All right. Um, okay. So I've got some blue. We're gonna chop up. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to change the profile of it um, by adding different uh, different glitter to it. So what I've got is blue. It's got a touch of green to it. Um, not much, but just a touch. Uh, and so it's got a little bit of blue flake in it. It's got some black flake in it. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to spice it up. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna have a little bit of fun with it. That's what you're hearing there, folks, in the background. He's got them scissors going through that old plastic, cutting it up so he can put it in the uh, his uh, melting pot before, so he can throw it in the microwave here. Yeah. All right. Here we go. We're gonna go in the microwave now. And since I've got about two cups of plastic, this would normally take if it were solid and didn't have any air in it. This would normally take. Uh, six minutes. It's probably going to be closer to four and a half or five because it does have air pockets all in it right. And it's not a straight 16 ounces. So outstanding. outstanding. I'm going to go four and a half on that and then we'll check it. You can always heat longer, but if you overheat it, it will turn into a brownie um, It yes. turns into this big mushroom cloud that just turns dark black and it's like it's awful Once that happens that oh. plastic can't be reused, right? It's burnt Oh yeah, it's gone, and yeah. you will only smell that in your nose. Uh, it's like a latrine pit. Uh, it's, it's not another, good. Another military thing. Storm car, yeah, what's you, going on, buddy? Let's see, okay. Frizzy, 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 Stormy's watching with us now. Oh my, they turned out all right, brother. Yeah, look at that. And see, they glow in the dark. See, we have we can take we can use that old plastic for these special shows, man. Um, yeah. Okay, so uh, Frizzy, good. let's see what the Frizzy just put. He, Frizzy said, I added a drop of red worm dye to my yellow trick worm bag and had an insane reaction. Bass, yeah. tilapia, and catfish. And he just commented on what he looked at. He, uh, he added some garlic scent. So Frizzy just looked, said sweet on that, uh, the view of those baits there, brother. 
So, uh, yeah, all of my baits, unless you suggest, unless you request something different, uh, come with garlic oil. That's uh, it. They are, uh, garlic oil is on them. Trust me, you will know when that package is on your doorstep. <laughs> your wife's going to be like, oh, did you bring home Italian? Uh, nope. <laughs> I brought Isaacs. home that food. Tim Isaacs, brother, how are you doing? Glad to see you pop in on the show. We're, we're making some plastics, brother, so if you have any comments or uh, suggestions on what we're building here, we'd love to hear from you. So that, that's what we just made with some old plastic right there. I can't wait to get my hands on those. We got a two-day yeah, two tournament up, on, uh, up in Jackson County coming up here in about three weeks or so. September 17th. I believe that's right. Is that yeah. when you, you got an order for well, it to, to deliver by then? Uh, no, Heath Mullins. Oh, Because uh, he just won the gift card, so he kicks <laughs> okay. out and was like, Hey, man, uh, what can we do? I said, Oh, I got you. Well, now I, now I know why Heath's watching so uh, intently here. He's uh, <laughs> he's he's checking out. Oh, he's, he's, he's already got his order in. Outstanding. My guy was... My guy was quick on that. He was like, hey, I've been looking. I think this is what I want. I was like, I got you. I got you. Um, Outstanding. So let me let me show a shot of this while we're waiting on this. So these are some of the different colors that we've created just while we've been on, on the air here. Outstanding, man. And Looks good. These are all recycled plastic. Um, obviously, we can, do, we can do other stuff. Like we can do, we can do crazy train type stuff right oh, oh fall time baby yeah yeah and then Adam you like that like, chartreuse pepper yeah. yeah you know it almost looks like your the uh your crawl dad that you made there your two color crawl dad there from a couple weeks ago uh, that oh. guy right there mm -hmm. yeah there she be that's him yeah so and then uh well you guys know and since he shares uh since he shares it on social media uh yeah, yeah. That's is that Rick's that's, that you finally got? That's that Rick special, man. Outstanding. That is that Rick special. Rick does uh Yeah, Rick's not does bashful. Some good work. Yeah, Rick's not bashful about telling you what he catches his fish on. Yeah, and I'm glad for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I really appreciate Rick. I reached out to him today. His order finally shipped today. And I I shipped him all kinds of variants that we were shooting on last week's show. He hadn't seen the show yet, and so when we were talking this morning, I was like, you should go back and watch the show. It'll give you an idea of what's in the box. Yeah. <laughs> Outstanding. So, uh, but of course, in, in Rick's style, he was very gracious. He's like, oh, man, you don't have to do all that. I'm not, like, I, I want it to be like I want it to be. That's, that's the difference, right? That's the difference. So, Timmy, I was excited. Tammy just joined us. I guess he makes his own plastics. He says, I love remelting Kitek. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if that's a if, if that's a good thing or bad thing. Uh, the experiences each of you guys have had. So, all right. We've got a good blue base here. Oh, yeah. Right? It's got a little bit of blue flake in it. It's got a little bit of black flake in it. But we need to take it up a notch. Take it up a notch. Do it, Big Daddy. So, what we're going to do is I am going to release one of my secrets. I don't uh -oh. do this very often. 
But we're gonna we're gonna talk about it, right? I'm gonna put in a little of this magic dust for her. Mm-hmm. Put in some of that magic dust. And we're gonna we're gonna mix it up. Alright, alright. I'm not not sure how well it's gonna show up. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna try it and then I need to hit it with a little bit of this. So what we're doing is I'm adding just a little bit of gold glitter and a little bit of gold pearl powder. And so what I'm hoping to do is get that shine on that blue. Um, instead of just a silver shine, I want that gold to come out and offset that blue a little bit. So it'll act better on cloudy days. So it's not just a silhouette, but it's got a little shine too. I got you. And yeah, that's going to work. It'll probably be hard to see on camera, but it's definitely going to work. Um, I'm seeing that in person. It is. Uh, I don't know how well you can see that. Uh, well but, enough. Yeah, it looks good. It looks so let good. me let me shoot these baits, uh, and then we'll get to see what the finished bait product looks like. Sounds good, buddy. Yeah, these these last three weeks with us in the kitchen here, this has been pretty fun to see how you how you do everything. Yeah, it's a lot better than hearing me rant about people bitching on the internet. <laughs> no, but that has to happen too, man. We got to hear the reviews that you give and and, uh, and, and all the stuff that you, that you're involved with. So take the good with the bad, baby. Good with the bad. So guys, so the trick when you're, sh he's when you're shooting right hot plastic, yeah. So I'm shooting this hot plastic in these molds. Um, you gotta go slow. So when plastic, when this plastic solid is 350 degrees, it's liquid. It's like pouring a soda out, except it's scalding hot, right? And so if you just push it as fast as the plunger will go, you're going to create air pockets, right, in your baits. And reheated plastic salt is even worse about air pockets because you've already got uh, PVC and oil that are trying to break down on you. So what we do is we go nice and slow. It also helps to let it cool a little bit so that you're not just running straight up against it. But we are, yeah, that is a, that is a trippy color. I need to let that uh, set for a second so when I pick it up it doesn't pour out um, but I'm gonna actually here I think I can pull my camera and show you this outstanding we'll get a live view and hang on and flip my camera here okay oh yeah it does have some uh so shimmer, shimmer you can see it. it's got oh yeah the edges of yeah. it, the, it so guys what do you think out there no. so that is uh that's kind of what we're working with right now i didn't want uh didn't want you guys to have to sit forever in the day uh, waiting on that to, to cure up that looked good. And 
apparently I've messed up my tripod, so you guys just hold tight for me for a second. We're just about there. All right. I'm surprised you don't have so, like a, a ram mount hooked up to the to the wall in there. Well, it, it, it's I've got all kinds of other things, but this allows me to charge my phone at the same time. I got you. Yeah, yeah. That I'm doing the other stuff. So, um, all right. Let's see. Ooh, that's still warm. Oh yeah, uh, gloves. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh, still, still warm. Man, nope, we need, so I, need, I need to save that clip for uh, my B-roll later. Yeah, there you go. Okay, this one's cooler because uh, I I didn't shoot the murder hornets the last time I shot the mini flukes, and so they already still had ambient temp on those aluminum molds. So we're gonna we're gonna crack this open together. All right. Here we go. Take a look. See. Show you kind of what we got. Oh yeah, man, it looks good. So it's it's kind of hard to see that gold unless I just really ramp up the light, but it is. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can kind of see through those tails a little bit. It does have a little trans translucent? Uh, Translucence. Yeah, yep. that's the word. That's the word. Yeah, there. Uh, Thank you, buddy. Pretty, pretty good ones. Uh, and that gold is going to really show up on those cloudy days. So. Uh, Heath Mullins commented and said they look great. Well, I think you're going to really like the ones you get in the mail, buddy. And um, So somebody was asking about methylate. So methylate with red flake comes in a lot of different colors. Um this is kind of the color that methylate is in its raw form. Yeah, it was then, frizzy. Frizzy yeah, just, com some, he some, just commented. Very some nice. people like to add, uh, you know, red flake, like Frizzy said, um, or, um, you know, shoot it more translucent so it turns more of a. We used to have a color that we shot called uh, Rainbow Unicorn. That had holographic flake in it that was a more of a translucent methylate it was uh, pretty good oh you can really i don't know if you can see that but the gold on the on yeah, the yeah. screw uh-huh oh yeah so it's it's definitely there heck yeah buddy it's almost like it was dusted with gold uh, so that's uh that's kind of what we're shooting for when we add that, we don't want to overdo it or else it mutes out everything else in the bait. And so if you wanted just a slick chrome looking bait, you could do that. Um, but personally, I don't know, they're kind of gimmicky looking. The uh, Berkeley Power Bait back in the late 80s, early 90s, not too long after it came out, had a color that they called real shad that was black and silver and the silver was basically silver pearl powder it was so much of it it was like reflective um i used to call those the chrome worms uh like it had so much of that crap in it um i never really liked it much but there are some people who really did um Funny enough, I've never had a request for that color, so apparently huh. it wasn't that popular. Yeah. Because I have made just about every color of cream, scoundrel, 
Mans, uh, <laughs> you know, Mr. Twister. I've made just about everything that's out there. So if you want to see this in the mini flukes. Oh, yeah. You see them blue flakes those, real good. Yeah, they're, they're coming out. So when you get that muddy water, John, uh, when it's been raining yeah. and the river's a little muddy, that... Uh, That'd be a killer right there. Throw those instead of black. That way, if you do get a little bit of clear water, they'll see that blue and the flash on it. And the sun will reflect that gold inside it. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. I, well, while we're getting ready to wrap up here, won't you show everybody the, the pan of bakes that you've made tonight and the different styles and colors? All of this was okay. made. This was all made, guys, from the, the throwaway plastic that uh, we didn't want Chris to... I didn't want to see him throw all that away, so... We're going to do this on occasion, and uh, hopefully uh, we keep coming out with some beautiful baits like that. So. All righty. Buddy, any uh, the final thoughts? You know, I, I would just encourage people to, you know, continue to support small business if you can locally, you know, in your hook and bullet world. You've got a local tactical shop or you've got a local bait shop or you know, local rod builders or anything like that, continue to support those guys because that big box store, they don't really care what you what you want, what you need, and they're not going to listen to you, and most of the time they're not going to make it right if they screw it up. Agreed. So support Agreed. those small businesses. They're, they are trying to earn your business every single day. Uh, so find somebody locally or, you know, a small business on the Internet that you like, um, paintoutdoors.com slash store, and... You know, <laughs> send, them, send, them, send them a little bit of your money, and I promise you, you're going to get more back than you ever imagined. Outstanding. But, um, all these baits we shot tonight, John, they'll be shipping out to you this week. Outstanding, buddy. I appreciate you. All right. All right. Nothing but love, man. I'll catch you next week. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. All right. All right. That was Chris. Did an outstanding job in the mag kitchen tonight. Make sure you leave a comment. Uh, let us know what you think of what he was cooking. I hate to see that bin of plastic that he has just being thrown away and uh, lost. So, you know, I was really glad to be able to work with him tonight and take some of that, chop it up, and reuse it. Because for you, the consumer, the customer, that that when he when he makes something for you, he doesn't use old use old plastic. He uses brand new plastic. So. Hope you guys enjoyed the new scenes. I appreciate the, all the comments and the interactive uh, with everybody here tonight. Jody Queen, you are the GOAT, and thank you for your time on the show. Uh, Rusted Hook Podcast, every Tuesday night live, raw and unfiltered. We shall see you next week. If you have anything you guys want us to talk about, let me know. Stay safe, tight lines, and John Rapp, out.